uh, Ilya Prusikin, Yuri Mosianko. Uh, I'll just leave the whole thing. Just 20 minutes of me trying to pronounce Russian names. Hello and welcome to We Can't Rewind, We've Gone Too Far, a podcast where a Scotsman, an Irishman and a Bulgarian discuss the worst, silliest, weirdest as fuck music videos. Hello, I'm Neil. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, I'm Neil. After last week's video melted our brains, uh, we decided to take a mental break. You're right. Yes, kind of. Okay. When I close my eyes, I see Mr. Robot. No, think about hypnodancing pelvic thrusting instead. <laughs> okay. After last week's video that melted our brains, we decided to take a mental break, a palate cleanser, if you will, uh, and do an international tour of weird and um, wonderful music videos. Welcome to We've Gone Too Far Around the World. Could you say we've gone too far around the world a, uh, a bit more enthusiastically because I'm going to put cheesy ass reverb on it. Oh God, okay. <laughs> we've gone too far around the world. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and what is a more suitable country to start than the largest one in the world, Russia? This is Hypnodancer by Little Big. This is by far the newest video we've reviewed on this podcast. We decided we deserved a full HD image for once. Glorious 1080p on YouTube this time. So as such, the video does not have a deep background and long history, but it's one hell of a ride. Choosing which little big video to discuss today was also not an easy task, as they are known for their joyous, colourful and slightly insane videos, and pretty much all of them are potential for a future full episode of this podcast. Three people are credited as directors of Hypnodancer, Ilya Prusikin, the front person of the band Yuri Mosienko and Alina Pasok who seems to be the creative genius behind every single one of Little Big's videos. Despite the crazy visuals, this video does indeed have a storyline. That's a massive bonus for us, given the usual quality of shite we put ourselves through. Hypnodancer tells a story about a team of criminals stealing from casinos by busting out some crazy dance moves. I think this video would make a compelling plot to Ocean's 14 if that ever was to happen. Steven Soderbergh, better take note. I don't remember Ocean's 7. I remember, I know I've seen it, but I don't remember it. I think I saw it in the cinema and enjoyed it. I don't, re- I don't really remember it, but... Oh, that's a shame. I do remember enjoying it at the time, so I'll give it a yes. I might watch it tonight, just having it on my head. Mm-hmm. Definitely worth watching. Highly recommend it anyway. It all goes well for a little big until they run into another team attempting to do the exact same heist. And from that point, hilarity ensues. 
Yeah, so Little Big. If there's ever a band perfectly suited for this podcast, I think it's Little Big. <laughs> Pretty much every single one of their videos is just it's gold yeah it's gold for us I think the first first one I saw was uh, Skibbity which I saw when I was drunk and ruined it at mate's house <laughs> one night and I laughed pretty hard I think I may have broken my internal organs laughing at that well, Skibbity was the one that kind of broke them internationally wasn't it yeah I think I saw on the Wikipedia that's uh, the one that went viral mm. for people who haven't seen it it's uh, in fact I'm not going to try to explain it just go watch it <laughs> Just just go on YouTube and watch all of Little Big's videos in a row. Also, drink a bit in the meantime because it's going to make more sense. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this one's probably the best sort of quality wise and story wise. It's like it's got an actual kind of plot running through it and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Whereas most of the other ones are just kind of surreal nonsense. I think it kind of works with their music, which is also surreal nonsense. Yeah. It's like ravey type of music, electronics. I don't think they would have been as big based on their music. People know them because of their videos. Yeah, I actually bought the album that Skibbity's on. Neat. uh, Which is fun to say. Skibbity on. Skibbity. Yeah, it's it's terrible. (laughs) Apart from Skibbity. (laughs) But the videos are good. Yeah, I mean, they have style and vision and they stick to Mm. it. And that's commendable. As a person who understands or is rather familiar with um, kind of like Russian stereotypes and just generally Eastern European slash Soviet stereotypes, those videos make sense in in terms of I understand the satire. And that's kind of what caught my attention the first time in the world. I think it was Kibidia. But also this video. It's just like... I see what they're doing immediately and it's pretty refreshing considering what other musicians do at the mean, in the meantime <laughs> also versus how people see Eastern European culture. So what was it they're, they're kind of parodying? Is it just is it just the stereotypes in general or is it a specific aspect of the culture? No, I think it's just anything in general. It's just I think they're playing very well with how Westerners view or think of when they hear like Russians and like Russian rave and they imagine though like a skinny guy wearing a wife beater and shorts uh, doing squats kind of thing. And they're playing off this and they're playing off things that may, might not be very familiar to Western viewers, like the style of the houses they go in and the weird wallpapers that are kind of about 50 years outdated, but that's how houses sometimes... Well, that's the stereotypes, a stereotype of how houses are. You know, modern houses are just normal houses nowadays, but you know, uh, down to how they look and the amount of jewelry they wear and just the kind of the kitchenness to it it's just all stereotypes and they're playing fantastically fantastically with all of this and it's half satire half i'd imagine making some reference of how other russian culture wants to present itself i'm putting a bit asterisk on it here my introduction to russian culture is also very western centered so i might be taking a bit of a leap of thoughts in here Another line from Wikipedia. Uh, the team calls itself a satirical art collaboration which relies on music, visuals and the show. Little Bigs mocks various national stereotypes about Russia. I think maybe Skibbity plays up to a little bit more just in terms of look, looks of the surroundings and, and their costumes and all that shit. But this one's a bit more of a sort of madcap adventure. Just happens to star crazy Russians. Well, it depends how you see it. The first, because you know, the go-to is very glitzy and there's a lot of like fake style and lack of substance which is also like very stereotypical of how uh, foreigners view Russian people. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of the, the stereotype of a rich Russian guy swanning in 
with a big gold watch and all that shit. Stereotypes exist for a reason. It's like it doesn't mean everyone's like that, but there's no smoke without fire sort of situation. Yeah. Mm. So I'm just transfixed by the video. I'm just watching it. I should probably turn off. I keep looking at it. Uh, it was just the whole production value. I mean, there's lots of little nuances to just cool little references to, to, to props, to the way they seem to, you know, steal the stuff and the van. And I don't know, I just kind of like the whole sort of lo-fi heist style vibe. I wasn't trying to copy anything. It was, I think it was quite original and it's in its approach and its style. I think it did take a lot of references from modern cinema and the way it looks and the way it's shot. And I don't know, I just can't say a bad thing about it. I just think that, yeah, the production value of this is it's definitely the best thing we've seen. Now, I think it is actually the most recent video we've ever talked about on this podcast. I think it was, yeah, May 2020. So I didn't actually realize this was this this was that recent until mm. there's a newspaper at one minute 36 that um the lipstick guy is holding up. He's got to be cut out for his eyes, like in old cartoons and stuff like that. Add one for his mouth, which is hilarious. The translated headline is roughly, because this was done with Google Translate, uh, hooligan, hooligan millionaire will present Russia at Eurovision, <laughs> which obviously that they were doing. And then there's a story about coronavirus underneath it. Oh, it does say in the uh, YouTube description saying the uh, filming took place in St. Petersburg before the COVID-19 outbreak ah. in the Russian Federation. So whenever that might have been. So they just squeaked in before the world went to shit. <laughs> just and, did. Uh, they released a they released a Christmas song called "Twenty Twenty Can Suck My Dick." <laughs> I do for that. It's quite good as well. So I mean, to be fair, Twenty Twenty can suck my dick. So yes, yes, mine as well. Twenty Twenty just get in line. We have a lot of people to go details alcohol and cigarettes and uh, drugs and every, like anything addictive was portrayed by drawing materials like pencils and pens and whiteboard markers and it's just kind of funny it was very obvious what they were do- going for, but also with things like, say, having the long pencil in the <laughs> cigarette uh, holder. Yeah. Like the lady was holding, but both ladies were holding. It's such a detail, this was almost like you can miss it very easily. For me, anyway, the first time I watched it, I sort of didn't really pay it much attention, all the writing implement stuff. It keeps on building in, in ridiculousness to the point where a guy is actually snorting pencil shavings. <laughs> and you're just getting like, okay, this is, they're going hard with this theme. It actually reminds me of one of my friends in school who uh, uh, smoked pencil shavings because he thought it might get him high. <laughs> this is the most Glasgow thing you could have said, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> it, it didn't. Believe it or not. <laughs> what a surprise. But, you know, he had fun. What's he doing these days? Uh, he, he's actually he's actually all right. Working for Beck. Well, they make pens. So it's not a good joke. Yeah, he, 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 he shook his pencil shaving addiction. and <laughs> Moved to ink. I'm just watching the video you fought me and you and I really want to watch it immediately. Oh yeah, what is this? It looks great fun. Hope we have a, a live update from Neil in the chat. It's like a behind the scenes of the video from like a makeup artist who worked on it. Oh my god. It. But it's quite it's it's quite interesting because it's showing you the sets and the Oh my god, it's forty five minutes. And the behind the scenes stuff. But but here's the thing, if you look at her channel, she's done absolutely every little big behind the scenes stuff. Fuck, I wish I knew about this before we started. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, they've been pretty handy, yes. Shit. How do you how do you say that the the woman's name? Is it Maya? Uh Masha. 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 Masha 
for interviews. Yeah, uh, I'll stick a, a link to the behind the scenes of, of this video, which mm. Neil has just found. And unfortunately, we haven't watched because that would have been very good research for this podcast. Box. See, the thing is, we get a lot of our um, premium first-hand information from a site called Wikipedia, which did not link to this video, the making of the video. Wikipedia. I Wikipedia. Yes, it's very, very good source material. Mm. I, I researched all my bad Bad music videos in the library. I don't know about you. Library, library, what? Sorry. It's where they keep the rarities. <laughs> what is that library thing you're talking about? It's kind of like um, it's kind of like a web page, but you can actually hold it. It's amazing. It's like it's kind of like augmented reality, but so like a tablet. Yeah. It's like a tablet, it doesn't change. It's like a broken e-ink tablet. Oh, that's boring then. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So where do you find those libraries? Uh, and things called, usually in things called high streets is where, is where in the before times people would go to, to shop. It's a bit like Amazon, but not online. But a high street, do, do people just go high there? Or? Why are they called high streets? I think we're going off the rails. Yeah, that's a good, that's actually a very good point. Why are they called high streets? <laughs> no idea why. I think yeah. that's something that's actually worth looking up. Uh, why uh, streets... To display the superiority of this street is like oh, a pissing match for streets. Wikipedia has a really good entry on the uh, definition. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Wikipedia and every other episode. <laughs> Thanks, Wikipedia. <laughs> the name seems to have emerged in. <laughs> yes. The name seems to have emerged in the 12th century when the word high began to indicate something or someone of a higher or more important status than others. Uh. So it's about class, of course. Uh, it's importance, I guess, yeah. yeah. Like most things in Britain. But uh, anyway, back to the video. We've all learned something about the English language today. Can you just imagine the amount of fun it must have been to shoot this? Mm. Like, disregarding the usual stress of filming stuff, just watching this all unfold would be hilarious. And I think one interesting thing about the video and Skibidi as, as well, they kind of play on the silent video thing that kind of popped up a few years ago, incorporating what was essentially kind of a meme, I guess, into their actual quote-unquote official music videos, which I think is... It's pretty glorious. We talked about this on the David Bowie and Mick Jagger episode where there's a silent version of the video where there's no music and it's just the sounds that mm. you would hear if there was no music. They have it in this video where they're dancing on the table and it's just them dancing and you hear their clothes rustling around and they're going... <laughs> Yeah, I love that. That's uh, great. Mm. And it, it just never fails to make me laugh. It's always a fun, like, kind of a break of... It's kind of showing how ridiculous everything is. I can't remember who said, said it, but it was a director of some description. It was like, music, music, mu uh, fucking hell. music lies to you. You can take mm. any old scene and mm. put sad music over it and then instantly the audience goes, oh, it's sad. Or you could put dance music over something and the dancing looks cool. But as soon as you take it off, this is a fucking ridiculous situation. <laughs> so it's quite ridiculous. <laughs> So I have a question for both of you. If you were to plan a casino heist, what would you do? Well, I've, I've said before in this podcast that I'm, I'm generally in favour of people bursting in to dance at random because I think the world would be a nicer place. Mm. So this is definitely up there, but I don't want to steal their idea. So I have to think of that else. But it's not to be a better place. The idea is that you steal money and run away. A better place for you. Mm. I like mm. this. Sounds better. 
I think I would find a way to make the slot machines, like all the slot machines in the casino, just start spitting out money. So there'll be like a massive frenzy. Everyone will just start stealing everything. I won't really get that much out of it, but the casino will lose out. Mm. I think that will be <laughs> heist well done. A chaotic heist. You're doing a heist for the people. Isn't there a movie with Nicolas Cage where he basically did that? I can't remember exactly the plot, but he was basically cheating in casino casinos but always when it was against the casino itself like on slot machines and stuff like that never against other people the only movie that comes up is next well the synopsis on imdb is a las vegas magician who can see into the future is pursued by fbi agents seeking to use his abilities to prevent the nuclear terrorist attack <laughs> oh my god how have i not seen this film this is amazing this this actually i think i've seen this before and i don't think it's a bad film and i think there's a part in it where like nicholas cage maybe it's a bit of a spoiler but towards the end is like running through like all these scenarios over and over and over again is he doing like a, a sherlock holmes mind palace thing it's sort of like uh what's the best way it's like remember neo when he does or not neo uh agent smith is like you know dodging the bullets and there's like hundreds of them it's it's like yeah. that there's like a scene like that where nicholas cage is like yeah. walking and someone's shooting at him and you know he's dying in all these alternative versions apart from the one where he's not well i think what i would do for a casino heist is, is i would weaponize nicholas cage <laughs> in some way and diffuse his his clearly superior acting acting abilities so what he's saying is you're going to get some loose beasts <laughs> and just get Nicholas paper pay Nicholas Cage a little bit because uh, you know you know he's 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 always up for a job that man. Oh yeah, pay <laughs> him to walk in. Everyone's like, oh my god, it's Nicholas Cage. Then I unleash the bees. Yes, and he starts shouting the bees, <laughs> not the bees. And then I ru- I, ru- I run in in a beekeeper suit. Uh, then que- <laughs> question question mark then profit question mark then profit I imagine I would still have to break through locks but I'm sure Nicholas Cage would, could give me some advice on that well if it's a casino then surely there'll be money out well actually don't, it's not the money is it I don't know how I it just, works. I could just steal loose change from people's pockets while they're getting mauled by bees. <laughs> Worst case scenario. Bee man. Like Batman, but a bit more annoying. But anyway, I was just thinking, I was like, where does where did he discover this ability to hypnotize people by that dancing? Was it an accident? Was he just out of the cat house one night and he just noticed everyone was standing still? Or did he train in it? Was it like a, like a samurai film or a, a martial arts film where he had a master who taught him how to hypnodance? Well, there's another guy who does the exact same thing and they do a um, synchronized dancing at the end. The guy who is dancing is the lead singer of the band, the Hatters. They, both of them, they have their suits. The suits they're wearing, they have like their (laughs) band's respective names on them. Yeah, I was about to say, you can tell us because it's literally printed on them. But I went on a binge. So I'm not a fan of Little Big's music, as I already said. But I was like, I'm just going to check the Hatters. I just, maybe they're doing the same aesthetic kind of thing because they're the same label. And I spent three, nearly three hours listening to their music and oh. looking at their videos. And they're so good, like legit good. And they're also doing some fun videos. Yeah, it's a beautiful moment. They're both there for the same reason, to, to, to rob the casino. They're not aware that they're they're both there to do the same thing. It all goes awry and the cops come in and they just look at each other and uh, nod stoically and then have a double hypno dance at the cops. Um, I do have one thought that I want to make. Which is a bit, probably a bit often understand if you guys disagree with me on that. So the guy with the lipstick that you keep mentioning. So understand that this is his band persona character. I don't quite understand it because it's color reverse blackface and I don't understand it. Right. 
I didn't get. I, I got clown more than more than that. But if it's a clown, then why those colors? Don't quite understand what is he trying to do or they're trying to do. I think it's just a persona. The the entire band's fairly consistent with their um with their visual yeah. you know sort of aesthetic throughout their uh, yeah. their their all their videos. So I don't know. Maybe it's just mm-hmm. what he's decided to do. It is a bit mad. Like I'm probably overthinking it. I completely accept the fact that I do. It just I don't quite understand why they went with those colors. I think you are overthinking it, but also that would be a first. It's kind of like, I, I I just presumed he was like Neil said, trying just to look weird and you know a bit like a clown and stuff like that. Hmm. But at the same time, now that you've mentioned it, it's hard not to see it. <laughs> so yeah. uh, um, I hope he, I hope that's not what he's going for. I'll, I'll put it like that. It's a very very so. specific imagery that if you didn't realize if you did it accidentally that's just very bad luck basically i am not going to pretend i'm a massive little big fan uh their music is not my thing at at all. But their videos, there's something different. Their bright colors, absurdist visuals, and superb attention to detail are commendable and a very welcome distraction to, well, everything. In times when music videos are not as popular as they were during the MTV era, their videos are just a pure work of art, and all I can say is kudos to Alina Pasok, or Pasok, I'm sorry, uh, a woman with such fantastic visions and ideas, and also she's our age, and damn, damn it, people who are actually talented. Damn them, their abilities. Yeah, back being amazing and stuff. Um, I'll jump in then. Oh, I haven't written it. Oh, shit, I put improvised down. Damn it. <laughs> damn it, past me. Uh, <laughs> It's just a bit of glorious comedy from start to finish. It looks great. Technically, it's great. Leaves you with so many questions about what the fuck's going on in this strange world they seem to be inhabiting. It's just fucking brilliant. Go watch it. Five seconds in, I knew I was pretty much hooked from the beginning. Um, it's style, especially the colour resonates with me. It just looks so good. Cinematic and has a level of production value that easily puts most uh, other music videos to shame. The deadpan resting bitch faces from the performers, I think it's just pure comedy gold. And that little interlude between the two dancers towards the end is just perfect. I'm not into the music that much, but I didn't hate it. We do have to give a bit of a shout to all the sort of support actors mm. all the scenes where they're they're hypnotized and they're just holding that one expression which uh, must have been mm. difficult to do that without laughing it it just feels like it like you were saying dave it just would be good fun to work on mm. seems like good fun so the best part for me personally was the synchronized dancing between the two ringleaders it was just so much fun um and also it was good dancing skills from them and my runner-up is 39 seconds in, the moment when the lady shakes her pencil cigarette into the ashtray and instead of ash, shavings fall off. It's just as much, it's such a small detail that people can very easily miss, but it, I just love it. And the worst part for me is kind of unrelated, but going back to the conversation we had about the guy with the lipstick on, I just don't understand what his character is and... I, I, I'm probably overthinking it, but also just kind of makes me think of satire, okay, but of what? Question mark. I think uh, my favourite part is, once again, it all comes back to the double, double hypno dancing. But I'm going to say specifically the look on Sonia's face in the corner. If you just watch her as they're both hypno dancing away on the table, she's just completely holding the expression and it's fucking hilarious. So once you've gotten over the hilarity of the hypno dancing, go and watch her afterwards. My runner up is Ilya putting a fake moustache over his pretty much identical moustache I literally hit the floor laughing the first time I saw that uh, and the worst part is I actually couldn't think of anything so I'm there yeah 
Favorite part? Uh, I like the entire video, but I think the uh, I think Little Big get a huge congrats for including and detailing the entire crew list that was involved in the making. Nice to seeing the crew involved and all the people and all the the roles and whatnot. So, but yeah, the entire video I liked it, can't fault it. Worst part didn't really have any. Um, not saying it's a perfect video, but I just can't find any faults with it personally. So, so uh, conclusion then. It's a masterpiece of weird videos. It's the setting cane of weird videos. It's fucking bright. <laughs> Definitely an eye. Yeah. It's an eye all round. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And take a look at the show notes for links to today's video and links to Instagram, etc, etc, etc. Also, please email us at gonetofarcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear your thoughts and, uh, and any recommendations for videos. Uh, and if you're enjoying the podcast, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or your podcast player of choice. Also, Neil, upload your fucking audio. Well done. Please. We need to post, <laughs> we need to actually post videos, well, audios. For, for, for listeners at home, uh, at the bottom of the document is in big letters, Neil, upload your fucking audio. That we posted to uh, Instagram, I just took screenshots. <laughs> Which I appreciate. I'll make uh, sure. Go. I'll make sure. Okay, say goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Upload your audio. Skibidi. Thank you.